Come on. This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G. and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Christian Warstel. Christian, are you ready to do this? I'm ready if you are. I, I am ready. Let's Let's go. Christian is a senior staff writer for MedicareAdvantage.com. He's the creator of a new Medicare literacy survey. I'm excited to have you on. Christian, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, um, I live in the suburbs of Raleigh, North Carolina with my wife and two kids. Um, When I'm not reading and writing about Medicare insurance, I'm usually uh, on the golf course or trying to do something outside. Um, I sort of side-doored my way into the Medicare insurance industry after working in journalism for a number of years. So um, it was a pretty seamless tradition or uh, transition, and uh, here I am talking to you. So what was what was it about Medicare that sort of pulled you into it? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> I was working for... Um, a marketing company and we got bought out by a company that markets Medicare insurance. And they basically said, you know, Hey, we're buying your company. Just keep doing what you're doing, but do it for Medicare products um, instead of the products that we were doing it for. So um, we were just kind of thrust into it and uh, we just kind of said, well, okay. Um, I knew nothing about Medicare uh, when all this happened several years ago, but uh Pretty steep learning curve with it all, but I've uh, gotten up to speed. Um, I'm now a licensed agent as well, so um, I never thought that I would be a Medicare expert at age 39, but <laughs> I guess we never truly know where life is going to take us. So, No, life is a funny thing for sure. So um, so your background as as a journalist, I, I imagine that, that the way you look at things is 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 different than, than the way I look at things and the way that most people look at things. Um, walk me through or tell me a little bit about this this survey that you all decided to do. Yeah, um, you know, as you said, you kind of have to have a more analytical approach um, as a journalist. Um, and that uh, that's consistent with doing a lot of the work that we do with these studies and surveys, um, dealing with a lot of data and stuff. So we do a lot of these. Um, This particular one was about how a lot of Medicare beneficiaries don't take the time to comparison shop for their Medicare coverage. Um, In other words, they just don't take the time to compare costs and and benefits and providers to make sure that they're getting into the right plan. Um, So some pretty interesting stuff uh, that came from this survey. I'm sure you've read it. you know, there's there's a lot of different places to start here, but kind of the overall overall theme was that uh, a lot of seniors are just costing themselves money and, and probably costing themselves quality of coverage because they just don't take, you know, 30 minutes or 45 minutes to actually sit down and compare and go over all of their options. Why do you think that that is? Um, who really likes to sit down and do that? <laughs> I mean, honestly, right. it's hard to blame people because, uh, you know, uh, Health insurance, and I think even especially Medicare insurance, it's 
it's it's intimidating. I mean, it's complex, it's confusing, it's kind of scary to sit there and, and and look at your a lot of terminology you may not understand. Um, people just don't want to do it. Um, it's not the most fun thing in the world. I, I think it's easy to just kind of uh, the first plan that that's put in front of you that you know looks oh okay these are my monthly premiums yeah okay that looks fine let's just do that I just I just want to get the process over with you know I don't want to I don't want to do this so. Um, I, I think it's 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 hard to blame people because I think it's just kind of a natural human reaction to dealing with stuff like this. Yeah, I think that that's probably right. That it's been on probably everybody's mind, and that they took the step of talking to one person. It's like okay, ripping the bandaid off. I'm just going to be done with this and move forward. Yeah, but there are differences between these products, between the cost, the benefits, and and how. How how different are we talking? Well, yeah, that's the the weird thing. So Medicare, it's Medicare is kind of a a perfect example of the public sector working in sync with the private sector. So, you know, you have original Medicare Part A and Part B. That's the federally funded, you know, uh, quote unquote free, although it's not technically free, part of Medicare um, that that most people are going to qualify for. And then you have of course, the private sector of Medicare, which is Medicare Advantage and Medicare Part D and Medigap. Um, so with public, you know, original Medicare, the costs are very much standardized across the nation for everyone. Um, high income earners will pay a little bit more, but for most part, it, it's standardized. In the private sector, um, as with, you know, anything that's sold in the private sector, you're going to have a lot of variances of, of costs, um, high ends and low ends, um, by location, by, you know, benefit level, um, et cetera. So it's, it, 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 you really don't know how much you're going to pay for something until you really get a quote and dig into it, because it's going to be, you know, the quote that you would be given for the same plan would be a lot different than the quote that I would be given. So, um, yeah, I mean, you're going to see things all across the board. And, and I think, Private Medicare is—it's there's certain parts of it that are perfect for some people and maybe not so perfect for others. So it's really dependent on your own situation and your needs. Yeah, which certainly does, which certainly does make sense. Um, when we're talking about the really, well, you tell me. I'm 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 curious if there's really general mistakes that 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 people make, sort sort of the most common that people should be looking out for. And then maybe we can talk about on an individual basis, here's how maybe a really good process would look like for somebody to be evaluating different coverages. Yeah, I think some of the mistakes we see are uh, people fail to check to see if their nearest pharmacy or favorite doctor is a participating provider in the plan that they're enrolling in. So they enroll in a plan and then they realize, oh, I can't go to my doctor anymore, or I can't go to that pharmacy around the corner anymore. Um, that's, that's a common one we see. Um, we also see people that just don't really take into consideration their own specific healthcare needs. So if you have, say, some sort of health condition or some sort of benefit that you rely on quite a bit, um, obviously you want to enroll in a plan that's kind of tailored to fit those needs. And we oftentimes see people just enroll in a plan that 
it just doesn't have great coverage in the areas that they really need coverage. And everyone's coverage needs are different. You know, the things that the healthcare that you might utilize could be, you know, totally different from the healthcare that your neighbor utilizes. Um, so it, you're not going to want to roll in the same plan necessarily. So when we're looking at different providers, is it is it like one company, company A versus company B and company A is maybe uh, more or their their pricing is better for folks with maybe a chronic condition and company B is better for, comp- or for, for, for folks that are healthy? Is it, are there differences like that? There are actually, yeah. Um, so Medicare Advantage has something called special needs plans and a special needs plan actually customizes its benefit package to fit the needs of someone with a very specific health condition. So for example, diabetes, if you have diabetes, you could enroll in a special needs plan that is tailored specifically for people with diabetes. And that plan will include better savings and discounts on, you know, insulin and other diabetes supplies that you need. Um, It might have it might include membership into um, like a, a healthy eating or healthy lifestyle fitness program for people with diabetes. So they really tailor their benefits towards people with very specific needs. Got it. And it, it, like, is, is that across the board? Um, I'm trying to think about the different conditions that people have. Probably diabetes is, is, is one of those big ones that more people are, now shopping for that kind of coverage that that are suffering from diabetes are there other kind of chronic conditions or other 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 variables from a health perspective that will cause one carrier to be a better option than another absolutely yeah diabetes is just one example um there are special needs plans for a number of chronic conditions um they even have special needs plans for people that qualify for both Medicare and Medicaid. And those benefits packages are built to serve the needs of that demographic. Um, and then you have, you know, your more traditional Medicare Advantage plans that are not necessarily tailored to any one specific condition. Um, you'll see a variety of different uh, participating providers in, you know, plan A and plan B both sold in the same city. Um, you could see a, a totally different, you know, uh, selection of participating providers that accept one plan or the other. Um, so again, you know, it's just important, I think, for people to check out the the list of participating providers in each plan. Um, you know, see the ones that are close to them. You know, read the reviews. Hopefully, you you can stay with your same doctor um, for the people that are transitioning from you know workforce insurance to you know Medicare insurance. Um, yeah, I, I, that's probably a big one. I mean, people, people once they find a doctor, they like to stay with that doctor. You know, a lot of right. people don't like right. changes. It's one of those things, once you find a good one, you don't want to leave them. So um, that's probably my first piece of advice almost, you know, right out of the gate for most people. When you talk about checking out the list of participating providers, how many different options are there? Oh, gosh. I mean, you think about how many healthcare providers are in, you know, your given city. You know, I live in the Raleigh area, uh, you know, mid-sized city. Thinking about how many hospitals and doctors and pharmacies and specialists are, you know, in in a market the size of Raleigh. Um, I mean, you're, you know, hundreds, if not, you know, thousands probably. 
Um, so, you know, each plan, you might find one plan that has, you know, it, let's say you have some back issues and you need to see a chiropractor on a regular basis. Um, one plan might have a dozen chiropractor uh, options that participate in the plan. Another one might have 35 chiropractors. So, you know, you can kind of decide which one might be better for you, which one is going to have more opportunities to, to get coverage. Um, one of them might include that chiropractor that's right down the street from you that you've been going to for years and the other plan may not. So, um, again, I think that's always one of the best places to start. Yeah. And for folks who are um, Medicare insurance professionals that they're selling these products how often are they a broker of a product versus an agent of a specific company or is that knowable yeah you i think for the most part you see agents that are licensed to sell on behalf of multiple carriers so you might have one agent that can sell you uh humana aetna blue cross cigna um, you know, across the board. Um, the advantage there is that, you know, if you have an agent who's only tied to one specific carrier, uh, they're not really going to introduce you to any other options in your market. Um, but if you work with an agent who is licensed to sell on behalf of several different carriers, they're going to introduce you to all of your options or most all of your options in the area and let you choose the one that's best for you. And, you know, it's not going to cost you any more to work with an agent. Agents get paid, you know, commissions through the carriers. So it doesn't drive up your premiums at all. It's literally free help for the consumer. Um, And an an agent that's worth their salt will take the time to act as sort of a customer service representative and answer questions, um, explain, you know, terminology, go over the terms and conditions, um, you know, as we touched on earlier in the conversation, Medicare insurance is very complex and confusing and, and especially new enrollees have a lot of questions. So a good insurance agent will take the time to answer all of your questions, make sure you're understanding everything okay, um, outlining all of the coverage options in your area, kind of get a feel for where your healthcare needs exist, you know, um, for as much as you're willing to share anyway. Um, and then that can kind of help the two of you whittle down the plans and narrow in on the one that's going to be best for best for your budget and best for your healthcare needs. Aside from just not being comfortable sharing information with, you know, for lack of a better term, a stranger, if it's somebody that I've never met before, right. what, why else? Like, it seems to me that it would be in my benefit to be as open and forthright as I possibly could be to make sure that I'm getting matched up with, with, with the correct coverage. Um, but is there just, why are people reticent to do that? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I think some people have different comfort levels, um, talking about their healthcare needs than others. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be embarrassing for some people, you know, with certain conditions. So, um, hard to blame someone that doesn't want to necessarily, share too many uh, private details with, like you said, a, a total stranger on the phone. <laughs> but, um, you know, the more the more uh, open and forthcoming you can be about it, the, the, the better chance you have of probably zeroing in on that on that best coverage for you. And if it's a difficult conversation, then so be it. But it's a difficult conversation that could have ramifications for years to come. 
Yeah, it strikes me that this is the reason people put this off is because it is it's 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 super. I don't want to say it's permanent, but these are pretty important decisions. Absolutely, yeah. So the more the more we can encourage people to, um, I don't want to say get over it, but recognize that it's so important to disclose all the things that maybe you don't even think are that important because the, because they are, because the last thing you want is to get into coverage that is not going to have what what you need or it's not going to have your doctor. Because um, what a terrible thing that would be or you have to drive an extra 20 minutes or maybe you don't even drive so you can't even get to the place where you're supposed to get to and everything else. So. Yeah. And, you know, if you enroll, you know, if you enroll in a plan in, in the private market, typically you're going to be locked into that plan for a year and you can't really, in most cases, you're not going to be able to really get out of it until the next year's enrollment period. So, uh, you know, one bad decision, one bad decision that you spent five minutes making could have ramifications for a year until you can revisit that decision and, and go a different route. Got it. Well, Christian, people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Take the time to sit down, compare plans, compare benefits. Um, it's, it, like I said, it's, if you spend 30 minutes doing it, 45 minutes doing it, it can have ramifications for years to come. It's your health that we're talking about. Um, it's your finances. You know, those are two of the big, biggest, most important things to people, right? Your your money and your health. <laughs> and mm-hmm. both of them are married in, you know, your health insurance. So um, it's it may not be fun to do. It may be a little intimidating, but Take the time, you know, do your homework, uh, brush up on kind of the the basics and fundamentals of Medicare insurance, work with an agent. Um, Every state has what's called a state health insurance program or SHIP, and those are run by volunteers that just give free help and counseling and advice for health insurance, including Medicare. Um, It's totally free to you. Uh, most of them are, you know, retired health insurance agents. Um, it's similar to the, you know, the, the free places where you go to uh, get your taxes done by volunteers. So take advantage of the resources that are available to you. It's it's a big decision. Um, and, you know, how many people are maybe falling ill or not getting the quality of care that they need because they didn't take the time to compare their options or how many people are, uh, getting strained by their budget because they didn't take the time to compare their options. So um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, as you make that transition from the workforce into retirement, there's a lot of ducks to get in a row, you know, financially, you know, health. Um, and this is a big one. So take the time to do it. It's not as painless, painful as you think, especially if you if you work with an agent that can uh, sit down and help you out and guide you. Well, I think that that's great stuff that definitely gets, come on, come on, Christian, all that, all that makes perfect sense. And talking about, to your point, two of the most important things to you, which is your health and your money. So while it may not be the most exciting and fun thing, it's super important to be making good decisions. So I appreciate you coming on. Where can people learn more about you and how can people engage with you? Yeah. So we, uh, we represent MedicareAdvantage.com. And uh, you can visit there. There's a lot of information, um, you know, the study and survey that we talked about today. You can find that on there along with a lot of the other 
work that we've done, um, a lot of just kind of basic information about Medicare, um, anything you want to know about Medicare, there's information on our site. Um, and you can find us on social media, on Twitter and Facebook, MedicareAdvantage.com. You can engage with us there. Perfect. If you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Christian your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to MedicareAdvantage.com. Find them on social media. I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Christian. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.